Thank you for listening to the Black Delegates Podcast. Rate, reveal, share. Y'all heard, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is January the 24th, 2021. We're on episode 142. Uh, I am your host, the Black Ryan. I'm here with my co-host, uh, Brown Delegation's greatest father in the world, Boxwine Poppy. Am I? I, some, I? I don't feel like that most days, but I'll take it. <laughs> well, you got to convince me otherwise. <laughs> All right. And then we got Mr. Never himself, never lost, never ran. Never scared. I didn't want to say all the nevers. I might just throw that in there, man. You might have uh, a drop just a never every time you come <laughs> on. That'd be dope. <laughs> Ghetto Fina, what's good, man? What's good? What's good? Let's see. What happened? I guess we got to do some rest in peace. Uh, I didn't put this on the oh, notes, yeah. but rest in peace. Hank Aaron passed Andrew away. Hank. Yeah, man. All the black, all the black baseball legends is 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 dying in 2020, 2021, man. It's 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 been a wrap, especially for the STL, man. It's it's a it's a shame, man. Yeah, I mean, they lived a long time. These some old dudes. It's not like they were like spry spry young bucks. What'd you think about the people throwing the conspiracy that he because he got the vaccine a few weeks ago? I saw that. Yes, I uh, yeah, very irresponsible of the people who were doing that. I know it was just some random site that I threw out, so I don't know if anybody else grabbed it and ran with it. But yo, y'all can't be out here saying that somebody got a COVID uh, vaccine and so they died, and we need to look into it when ain't nobody got the COVID vaccine. And the people that have are not dying. And, but, the dude, uh, and, the, and the and the man was eighty six years old. I mean, like what? <laughs> right, yeah, eighty six. I had a stroke, but it's the vaccine's fault. Okay. Also, got to give uh, recipes to Larry King. Uh, you know who I'm talking about? That dude died. Not not the black delegation, uh, the Jewish delegation, but but definitely a dude. Yeah, yeah. I, he was on. I felt like that dude was on TV like forever. He was. He looked. He looked like he was a hundred years old when we was kids. Always amazed that they said that dude was married was. like eight times. That dude he was. Yeah, that dude was made to, even though he looked like a. Looked like a lizard. For some reason, he had eight. He had eight different women, and they were all like way mad younger, like fifty years. I mean, the dude was the dude was a legend. He, he, he was he was a legend in his own right, just for that. I don't. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. But now, do you have any fond memories of Larry King? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, like, I thought you might have some. I got one. I got one. I remember one time I was watching, and this dude was uh, interviewing a, a military veteran from like uh, probably uh, the Iraq War. And he's like, I heard you lost something. And he's like, uh, Yes, sir. I lost my hand. He's like, How'd that feel? Like, yo. You can't you can't interview somebody like that. So that's that's my fond memory of Larry King, just always being an old old man, just saying random stuff, never being held accountable for it. He'd old have little celebrities on there, but they'd be like little fluff interviews and stuff. But it was cool, man. Whatever, it was cool. I mean, it just you know, he, I'm sure he had like his little thing, but but yeah, the eight, the eight women that was always a legend, a legend for that man. Fifty years younger than me that, than than him. That's 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 legendary status. I look up to that man. Yeah. And what'd you say, Fino? No, I just said old crotchety man. Yeah, yeah, definitely but, crotchety. Yeah, I didn't That's... have beef with Larry King. I wasn't insinuating that, but you know, I didn't have any specific memories. But 
I definitely uh, watched some of his shows, some of his interviews, just doing the newscast. I so. asked specific members to turn on CNN and seeing him, and they'd be like, turn it right back off. I thought he was funny and inappropriate, so every once in a while I, I would tune hey, in. Hold on, go, going times. back to Hank Aaron, man. Okay, so hold on. Okay, so it's 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 it was Babe Ruth, then it was Hank Aaron, and then it's Bobby uh, Barry Bonds. I'm sorry, Barry Bonds. Do we recognize Hank Aaron as still the home run king? What, what is Barry Bonds the king in your eyes? Who, who is who's the who is the the home run goat to the black delegation? I need to know because they're they're both black delegation members. Phenom. That's a tough one. I mean, I think a lot of people still sort of give a nod to Hank. You know, because everybody knows Bonds was on the juice uh, and never caught. Yeah, he he was never caught. And there were so many people that were on it. You know, you kind of got to say, well, it is what it is. But I think most people feel like Aaron is the true home run king. Uh, But really, I mean, when it comes to the black delegation, we don't really follow baseball all that closely anyway. Right. That's why I passed. We really don't care. Like I know who Hank Aaron is. Great job. That's, that's all I got to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Uh, Barry Bonds never got caught, so I'm not saying he's guilty. Oh, that's man, how we look, wrote. Man, man, you look at Barry, man. That dude's head got bigger over the year, man. It, like his whole his head size, like his hats didn't fit no more. It's like, okay, man, this dude, this dude's on something. But a uh, Hank Aaron shout out to the dude, man. I mean, like, I mean, he was playing back in the day when you just riding buses, probably for you know twelve twelve hour bus rides to get. You know now they flying private right. jets, all that stuff like that. It's a different world, man. So the consistency and you you know that you could see his body type, man. He would, this dude was not on no steroid, no juice. He probably didn't even lift weights, back. He just just smoke a Marlboro <laughs> and some and some and some and some Jack Daniels and, and call it a day and get out there and hit and knock out three dingers, man. But, uh, but I feel like I had a. I had a reprinted Hank Aaron baseball card, and I feel like he looked like he was sixty years old on that. He probably was, man. But how old was he when he fled? The thing that I mean, like, of course, like he was, you know, we we was, you know, we was too young just to see him. He, I mean, I think maybe he retired when we were like, you know, one or two or something, you know, if if we were even born. But like, I always remember seeing that little video of him when he hits the home run that broke the record, and then he's like trotting around, and then all them them dudes like come out there. And uh, is, is chasing him around the, you know, and it was like some white dudes like pat him back. And you can see like, man, that dude looks scared as hell. And I remember just reading an article about it. I remember he was saying like, you know, the the years and months leading up to it, like how he was getting all these death threats and stuff like that. He was like really paranoid about it. And then them dudes like when they ran on the on the field, like you know they were patting him back like congratulations, congratulations. But he, you know, he thought he was gonna get shot out there. And you can kind of see in his face like he kind of he looks hesitant, like, like who's this dude behind me? Who is this? And it's just some random you know <laughs> people that scaled the fence and were like pass, you know. You know, praise him and so there, but it was white dudes. But it could have been, it could have gone left right there. But yeah, that's what I'm gonna say is like the fact that security let them get out on the field when you know he was getting death threats. Uh, so you would have thought that they would have had some heightened security, so that um, you know that wouldn't happen. But nope, you just had them cats running around the bases with them. Oh man, this seventy man. They probably look, man. They probably didn't even. They probably just got like a ticket, and that was it. And go on home, man. So they they didn't get a ticket. They probably got to go uh, get his autograph after the game. Got rewarded. I mean, it's. I mean, they the laws were just, just, just wild back then. Like, just hey, okay, you you, now, man. If you look, breathe, think, just think about you're going to run to the field of baseball game with some high-profile people out there and see what happens to you, man. It ain't going to be pretty for you. Eh, I think the penalties aren't that crazy because there are still people that 
run out on the field and streak, and it's not like they get thrown in jail for six months. Like they usually get yeah. thrown in jail overnight and get some kind of fine. Speaking of which, they talking about uh, letting a lot of those uh, protesters that broke into the Capitol not get no charges. That's that's crazy to me too, man. Like, okay, how is that? How is that cool? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, it might be uh, letting them letting them all go back to their uh, uh, to their little groups and follow them because they know who they are now. Maybe so. Who knows? Or, you know, maybe they just you know it's, it's just so many to prosecute, and they just like okay, we're gonna get the main the the, the dudes that are, you know really looking to to do some damage or whatever like that. And there, there had to be some, some, there has to be some people that just like, Oh, okay. Everybody's going there and they're letting them in. I'm going to go in it with them. <laughs> Not knowing right. that, Hey, that's a federal offense right there. But anyway. Yeah. So y'all see that picture. Hank Aaron definitely looked like he's 60 years old in that picture. Man, he was probably 60 when he, when he saw when he <laughs> broke into the, when he got out of the minors, he was probably, he was probably looking 60. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's see. We're going to get straight into this weekend blackness. I believe that's all the RIPs. I can't think of any. No disrespect if we didn't uh, name somebody. Uh, our apologies in advance. Let's go, Boxwine Poppy. This week in Brownness. How was your good. week? It was good, man. I'm going to keep it short because I didn't do Whoa. anything. It was another boring week. Uh, the weather was nice. Uh, so got to go outside a little bit. Uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, and then I went to the dentist. And man, you know, I have I I went to the eye doctor a few weeks ago, and I, I think I talked about that a little bit. And then I went to the dentist, man, and that was like the you know, other than these little appointments like this, like I hadn't gone nowhere pretty much the whole year. But uh, went into the dentist office, you know, had to take the mask off. Ladies talking to me, and we just you know we're being cool and stuff like that. And then the the doctor comes in, and so like when I when the doctor come in, uh, when y'all go to the dentist, like the, the, they offer you sunglasses. Have y'all ever had that when they do the cleaning? Sunglasses? Uh yeah. yeah. Nope. I have not. Okay, so they offer the sunglasses, right? And I don't always tell them no, I don't want the sunglasses. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You said the dentist? The dentist. Yeah, the sunglasses, the dentist. Oh, no. To keep like no. the little the little, uh, the little splatter to keep the, the black light or no, splatter. Okay. The, the no. splatter from like when they, you know, put in the little hey, bro, You got a lot of plaque if they got to give you some sunglasses uh <laughs> out of your eyes. It must be standard look cuz as soon as you sit down and they get ready they're like, "Do you want the sunglasses?" and I guess most people take them, but I always say no. And my wife does take them, she says. But I so, but but look, so like so this is where I I get in trouble cuz like uh you know, I think people have my sense of humor and I clear, people clearly don't, but the doctor come in and he says, he tells me again, he's like, do you want the sunglasses? I was like, no. he's like, I was, I was like, doc, you know, the only people that wear sunglasses indoors. And he says, huh? Because uh, he don't get the joke. And uh, and I say, uh, blind people and assholes, because that's a funny line from Kirby. <laughs> and he did not get it. And so the, the joke just just uh, just hung out there. And it, the, the little chick that was uh, the little dental assistant that cleaned my teeth, she actually kind of giggled and laughed. Uh, but the doctor did not find amusing, and then he started proceeding to jab me in the t- in the teeth with the. Like, <laughs> I was he, like, he uh, thought you was dissing blind people. I probably, I, or, 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 or he thought I was calling him. He probably there was a chance he probably didn't even hear what I was saying, and probably thought I just wanted to be an asshole and thought I was talking about him. So he maybe he wore sunglasses indoors. <laughs> maybe. He's just like I show his gums. But anyway, so man, that's what that's what I get, man, for trying to be funny, uh, trying to throw a little Kirby enthusiasm humor in there. I guess everybody doesn't watch Kirby enthusiasm like like me and the Black Ryan do. Uh, so yeah, man, I had to. I had to do y'all have any like embarrassing uh, uh, situations where y'all, uh, you know, try to tell a little joke or a little thing you you figure everybody would get it, and then it it just fell flat. Y'all got anything like that? I'm I'm guessing it's just me. Uh, happens to me a lot because you know I live a nerd life, man. So I'm telling y'all, I'm leaving eighty percent of my jokes on the table. 
anytime I'm talking to regular people. If I was in a room full of nerds, I'd be killing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, lots of times I, I throw jokes out there, and people like they don't get it, or I gotta shuffle through about twenty jokes before I can get through it to a mainstream joke. Got everybody it. understand? Yeah. But Phenom, no, he never misses a joke. No, yeah, no, his jokes always, always <laughs> perfect. Everybody falls on the floor every single time. <laughs> All right, Phenom, your week. Oh, uh, my week. Let's see, my week was. Solid, you know, all these weeks run together now in the COVID life. Um, But let's see. Well, one, since Paul was talking about, um, you know, his jokes falling flat, uh, I definitely will um, admonish Paul, you know, in in the fantasy basketball league, box wine poppy's been doing a big fuss uh, (laughs) over the rosters because, you know, COVID has people. Uh, missing a whole lot of games. They got games being canceled and postponed. They got whole uh, everybody's kind of dealing with it together. But uh, Box Wine Poppy has just not been having it. He's been raising a big fuss, and it's just been hilarious to watch you just complain and moan the whole time right. <laughs> about uh, these COVID roster. Man, look, they canceled. They Look, man, they canceled. Three Grizzly games in a row, and then they canceled another Grizzly game just now. I got three, four dudes on the Kings. They play, no, they're playing the Bulls. They canceled the Bulls game. The Kings haven't been playing though. Yeah, no, I mean, nobody Washington. I mean, Washington had played like almost all month until like today. I think they played a game, but man, it's just it's decimating my team, decimating me, man. So, like, and and the NBA, like, I don't they changing the rules. First, it was like, oh, we're gonna quarantine these players. Now they're like, we're just gonna quarantine the whole team for like days, you know, days or weeks on end if you if, if there's any, even a potential. And so, man, how, I don't see how this is sustainable, man. I'm like, how they they gonna make up all these games up at the end of the season, or what? What are they gonna do, man? I just don't understand. I don't know. What yeah, the plan well, is. I mean, what they did was they only put out half of the schedule because they figured that there would be a lot of impact by COVID. So. Uh, the second half of the schedule right now, it isn't set in stone at all. So they'll look at how many games they have to uh, postpone and they'll just build the schedule out that way. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it does kind of suck, especially from a fantasy sports perspective, because a lot of times it's the last minute uh, when these games are getting canceled or when somebody, you know, either test positive or is a close contact and they got to sit. So I agree that it sucks. I just hate changing the rules, you know, after the league has already started, after everybody's kind of drafted and looked at the stuff. So uh, my my thoughts on it, to change it at the second half of the season instead of just trying to change it in the middle. Cause everybody my thoughts is that Phenom is the worst commissioner in fantasy sports. History. <laughs> I thought Roger Goodell was terrible, you know, trash. You know, I thought, you know, all the – the, the Black Lives Matter movement and him not doing anything. I thought that was horrific. You know, him trying to hide the concussions. Horrific. This is much, much worse what Phenom's doing right here. He is just, it's a travesty to the uh, the fantasy sports. Hey, one by one, people are, people are behind me. It's terrible. Uh, Mike was with me. G said he was with me. Uh, the number one team in the league right now is with me. So that should be me. One, that should be me. <laughs> So, uh, other thing, let's see what I'll talk about. So, I asked you guys in the group chat about the word stopgap. Oh, yeah. so, you know, it was like, have you ever heard of the word stopgap? Have you ever used the word stopgap? You know, do you know what it means? And where that sort of started from was I was talking to my wife last week 
and I don't even remember about what. I think it was about. So I had to get a. Um, I had to get another phone because I was missing text messages, like group texts for the. I don't know. This has been happening probably a couple years, where my dad would send me text, like group text, and I wouldn't get them. And so you know, he would reference something either on the phone or via text, and I'd be like, "What? You know, what are you talking about?" He'd be like, "Oh, I forgot. Sometimes you don't get group text." So. Uh, this happened again fairly recently uh, where one of my aunts was in the hospital and he had, you know, sent me in a group text and I didn't get it. And so I was like, you know what, like, this is kind of the last straw. I kind of been dealing with this off and on. And because like, I don't know what text I'm not getting, you know what I'm saying? So it's hard to really even gauge what was happening. So I was like, okay, let me get another phone. I wasn't about to spend a gang of money on a new phone so i, I got a, a used one but uh so i think in the conversation of me talking about getting a phone because i said well you know i kind of i'm thinking about switching to an iphone i don't like the 12 i said maybe that when the 13 comes out so i'm gonna get a phone that's gonna be like a stop gap uh so i can make sure i'm getting my text messages i'm you know communicating properly um and my wife was just looking at me uh, what does that mean? Is that Odell Beckham where he's looking confused? Like, what did you say? <laughs> and uh, she's looking at me like that when I said stopgap. And I'm looking back at her because I'm like, wait, what? Like, you don't understand. You never heard this word. And so we just kind of looking back and forth. And that became like a whole thing because she had never heard the word stopgap. And so uh, she kind of pulled her friends and I think one only one of her friends had heard the term before and knew what it what? meant. I asked you guys, you guys had all, you know, at least heard of it, but sort of in different ways. Like G said, he knew it from sports. Uh, Paul, you said you knew it from what? Finance. Brian, you just. You I know, did ask my wife, too, and she knew. She did? Yes. Yeah. So so it's just been kind of weird because something like that. Like to me, that's just sort of a common term. It's not like I use it every day or anything like that, but I'm literally shocked that people hadn't known that. And my wife was the opposite. She was like shocked that I would think that anybody else had heard of that. So Hmm. uh, are there any other terms like that or words or phrases that you all think, you know, are super common, but you find out they, you know, maybe they aren't? Uh, well, the white people at my job was cattywampus. <laughs> I think I've heard that. They were swearing by cattywampus and that people said this word. And I was like, yo, I've never heard this word before in my life. And every last one of them was like, no, nah, we heard this word before. So that was one of those words. I don't know who says cattywampus, but after she said it, I started hearing people say it. So, wow. There's like a, there's a phrase my wife and I use. We, it came from a TV show. So we, I've heard it before, but she had never heard, but it, but it's called sweat equity. Have you heard, you know, it's sweat equity. Yeah, heard of that. Okay. Yeah, definitely. She had never heard of that. So like that we, oh, wow. we, 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 we like throwing it around. I like, I like throwing it whenever my wife has me do something around the house. I always just start yelling sweat equity, sweat equity. And she gets, uh, and so she's like, okay. So, uh, and I'm trying to think of another one, but that's, that's the main one I can think of off the top of my head right now. Yeah, we my my wife and I like we went back and forth. We had a um had to get an estimate on something for the house and the guy who came over, like I asked him, I was like, yo, have you ever heard the term 
stop gap. And he hadn't, of course. He's like, oh, what what are you, are you talking about? It's like, nope, he ain't heard of it. So uh, we just been going back and forth. And then, of course, like the day after she asked her friends, one of her friends saw it like on Yahoo or something like that in a, in a headline. And so uh, everybody got a kick out of that, but I, I just thought that was interesting. Hmm. Cool. But that's all I got. What about you, Ryan? All right. So uh, same here, man. It's, it's weird that I feel like every day is exactly the same. Even the weekends. The only difference is my wife is here <laughs> on the weekends. But other than that, we pretty much doing the same stuff. Uh, let's see. Something I noticed that I wanted to talk about was that in watching TV, and I mean serialized TV, some of the shows that I usually will watch with my wife, like uh, uh, 911 is a show, um, those type of shows, they are all in quarantine on the TV shows. And it's nothing I hate more than when TV shows mirror our lives. Yo, I'm trying to get away from this crap. I don't want to hear nothing about no COVID. I don't want to see my the people going through the struggles I'm going through. I just don't want that. I I want to see something different there. I don't care if y'all had a meteor hit the planet and you going through that instead. I, that's what I prefer rather than you going through the exact same things I'm going through. I hate shows when it's Christmas time for us. It's Christmas time for them. Ugh, it, it annoys me. I was just curious if y'all ever thought the same. Does that bother you? Do you do you care or do you want your shows, your fictional uh, fun to include real life uh, dramas that you're going through? For me, I think it depends on the show, um, but I don't mind it. I mean, I like when the show is going to reflect life, where it's going to reflect something that, you know, that I know. I don't, I, I'm the opposite, I think. I don't want to be in this COVID uh, atmosphere and then see shows where everybody's, you know, mask off, kicking it, partying like. You know, <laughs> Like, and I guess it depends on the genre. Like, if I'm watching a party movie or a TV show or something like that, great. If I'm watching sci fi, then yeah, I want to see people in outer space or people with cool stuff. But if I'm just watching sort of an everyday show, I want to feel relatable, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can be there. So, I appreciate uh, when people do sort of uh, mimic the current environment. Mm, so, you want them to suffer too? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what you what you think, Box Wine? Yeah, so man. you want uh, the Office or Larry? Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Larry David? You want him to be going through COVID too? He is. They got the, the you know. They Actually, I wouldn't mind him because he's cracking jokes. It's a little bit different when this comedy. They doing the new uh, season right now. They filming the new season right now. I think, it, or maybe it's getting <laughs> ready to come out. But uh, yeah, man, they do. They, it's supposed to be all about you know in in COVID times sort of like that. Man, I, you know, I don't really watch too many shows at all. Period. But uh. I guess the one, what's that show? It's like on NBC. It's like the one where they're like in a Target or something like that. Uh, Superstore. Is that what it's called? I think that's what it's called. It's Walmart, that? but yeah. Yeah. yeah Superstore. It's like a Walmart. But uh, yeah, but they, you know, I, I watched a couple episodes of that, just kind of had it on TV. And they talked, they, when they first came back and they were talking about, you know, in COVID, although they're not wearing masks the whole time, but they're, you know, it's like a store and how, you know, how to sanitize and stuff like that was kind of like the plot lines of a couple episodes. I don't know, man. I mean, it's interesting, man. You just, you got to see how these shows are, you know, trying to deal with it. But, does it bother me or anything like that? And like, no, man. I mean, like, it's 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 real stuff. I mean, I mean, they gonna be writing movies about all this this time, this this period we're in for years and years. So you better get used to it, man, because you know, uh, love movies, some divorce movies. There's gonna be all kinds of stuff that's gonna come out of this, man. Just you know, just they just haven't got it. They just haven't got it out of the work shit. But it's coming. It's gonna be a wave. So so much they're gonna be really sick of. It. So if you're sick of it now, 
wait, wait three more years and you'll be really sick of it. Yeah, I'm hoping it gets old fast. All the Trump. We're going to be outside in the street kicking it because uh, all the people are going to immediately flock outside as soon as they open everything up and nobody's going to ever be at home. So everything's going to be crowded for two years. Yeah, but it's going to be two years of, of lines outside of every place that you go to. But uh, I definitely, I just don't want it in my TV. So nobody's going to leave those places, come home, and then relive COVID again on their TV screens. So they better get it out now because it's, it's over fast. Okay. But you've been um, watching like I think. zombie apocalypse shows for the past 10 years. So why can't you watch some COVID shows? Because I don't live in a zombie apocalypse. Are you sure? If they had COVID on the show and I wasn't in COVID, I might be okay with it. I don't want to see the same thing I'm going through. I just don't. And it was like every show. It was like two or three shows in a row. And that's why I was like rolling my eyes. Um, I watched the movie Spell. Uh, it is with, you know, I don't know nobody's name. Ghost from Power is Hard- in it. What's his Omar right. Hardwick? Is that his name? That sounds right. All right. So him, he's in it. And what's the other lady's name? Trash. Anyway, y'all know who it is. Look it up. I'll put a picture on the uh, in the show notes or whatever so you'll be able to see it. So watch that movie. It is basically about a dude who was uh, from the Appalachian Mountains. Uh, black a, dude. A black dude from the Appalachian Mountains? Yeah, apparently. I thought they was from like Louisiana or something, but they kept talking about the Appalachian Mountains. So it's just one of those type things. Just whatever. They lived in the, in the mountains and stuff and uh, he had a bad upbringing. He left, went to the city, never to return. Father dies. And he's like, he got to go back for the funeral and the plane crashes. So he's around a bunch of uh, kind of quote unquote hicks and their voodoo magic. And that's oh, what I it's about. That. My wife watched that uh, a while ago. I, I watched that. Oh, okay. Okay. So what'd you think? I thought it was good. Yeah. I liked it. You didn't say nothing. I wasn't a big fan. I mean, it was, it was just kind of one of those low budget movies, you know, and it yeah. was very unbelievable to me. And that's a, a big problem I have with movies. I want it to be realistic. Like I hate when people have sort of simple options and make terrible decisions. And I know, mm-hmm. you know, there are people in real life who make terrible decisions, but um, it, it was all right, but I was, I wouldn't watch it again. Oh no, I wouldn't watch it again, but you know, it it is what it is. I don't think it I don't think it could be realistic just because magic was involved. Once you got voodoo dolls, like I I think the realism is out the window. But as far as how he was handling it, uh, I guess I've been so starved for TV and movies lately. To see any good movie is is a plus and I'm just like, well, I could at least sit through this one cuz it's been dry out here in these streets, man. I've been trying to find something and it it's it's rare. Cause it looks like everything's getting pushed back and it's just nothing good out there. So I didn't, I didn't mind. He didn't handle everything the way I probably would have handled it. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. It's still made for an entertaining movie. All right. And are y'all sick and tired of the Bernie mittens memes? I want to make sure we found a way to throw that in there. (laughs) So I'm going to put it in my week in blackness. Yo, it was so many of them. They were pretty funny, but they're they are coming uh, fast and hard. Pause. It's a lot of them. My favorite was probably him sitting at the at the uh, council with the Game of Thrones people, <laughs> uh, because he he just looked like he fit in in that picture. 
<laughs> what like who's that dude? Like he could have really been there. And then I saw one uh, like a uh, movie one with uh, Kramer from Seinfeld where he was like sitting in the background. So I thought that was kind of funny because since it was an actual video. Mm-hmm. Uh, so y'all tired of it? Or what, what was your favorite? You got to say you got to be on a record for what your favorite was. I got two favorite ones. Uh, for me, the two favorites were the the Wu Tang Clan one where he's sitting in like the posse uh, with the Wu Tang and like black and white. And okay. another one, man, do y'all remember that show? What was that show? It was like a dad and a son, and they made motorcycles. It was like these white dudes with like big, thick mustache. But there was a meme. Of yeah, them. yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's, a, there's like a three-part meme where it's like they're arguing like, like so, you know, they're arguing about something. And the, the, the yeah. dad, it, that was like the part of the show, the dad and the son would always just, every episode, they'd just beef and argue right. about like how to make a motorcycle. It was, so, it was a stupid thing. But anyway, they got they argue, but the, and then at the end, like, the dad is like hitting the son with the with the, with the chair, but the chair is uh, Bernie Bernie's uh, in the with the mittens and stuff like that. So I, really? I got that, okay. that was the other one. Maybe chuckle. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm tired of it, man. And I, but uh, to me, this emphasizes why this that like hey, like Bernie Bernie can't, like Bernie's a good dude. Bernie you know believes some 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 stuff that I you know I support so like that, but. Bernie was never gonna be president, man. This dude just—he just, he just, he just a too old man. He's just—he just out of like. Look, Biden's old as hell. Bernie might be younger, but but, but spiritually, Bernie is like two hundred years older than Biden. That's just that's just the reality of this man. Like, oh man, was that's what we need. We need that experience. He was posted up at the inauguration, looking like he was out there, like 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 <laughs> he was out ice fishing or something like that. I don't know what he was. I like doing. that. I like the one meme that was like Bernie showed up at the inauguration, like it was just on his to do list, like uh, go stop by the post office, stop by uh, <laughs> stop by that inauguration thing. And then go home. Exactly. But shout out to you. <laughs> they said like uh, his his uh, his you know uh, you know website or whatever like that. I guess he, like he he threw the meme on some t shirts and they sold out and he, he gave all the money to like you know Meals on Wheels of Vermont or something like that. So like man, that's that's a that's a good dude. good dude for doing that that type of stuff, man. You know, and rolling with the punches of it. But yeah, man. Hey, PSA to everybody, anybody out there making those things. It's over, man. Just just give it up. Right. It was only gonna last a weekend. What about you, Fina? Got a fave? I don't really have a favorite. Um, there's not one that really stuck out. But yeah, what what they actually put it on was he put it on some sweatshirts, uh, sold them joints for $45 a pop, and they sold out. I don't know how many he sold, but they sold out pretty pretty much like a Xbox or a PS5. Uh, and wow. yeah, they, they donated to Meals on Wheels. So that, that, that sweatshirt is going to age like milk. Right. It's going to be corny. It's going to be corny by the time it ships. By, by the time, yeah, by the time it hits your, your front door, don't put that thing on. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a wrap on that. And it's, I mean, it's a basic, you know, basic little sweatshirt, but it does have, I mean, the reason it went, it, it's got the little Bernie logo on there. Cause you know, a lot of people on Etsy and people on Amazon and eBay, they were going to make them anyway. Uh, so I thought it was dope that he uh, made his own, capitalized off of it, and you know didn't keep the money for himself, uh, but gave the money to a good cause. But uh, I I enjoyed a lot of the memes that were out there. I did not actually get to see uh, the inauguration, at least not live. I was had a yeah, busy day little, yeah we, we we actually need to put that on the topic list, man. We, we need to talk about just the the, the inauguration itself. Yeah, we we can go into okay. it. Sure, go ahead. You know, go ahead. in it, but I didn't really get to uh, watch it live. I went back and watched some of the uh, speeches and things like that, but uh, I was just busy that day, so I didn't actually see it. But I saw, you know, on Twitter and on social media, 
just all the the Bernie memes that were popping up. Uh, and, yeah, you can yeah, tell Phenom has like no kids and has time because like he he said he went back and listened to those. Like who is like like I'm gonna go back and listen to this trash speech <laughs> and then pull it up afterwards. Yeah, but I mean, you can do that. I do that usually when I'm driving or something like that in the car. Yeah, it was up. actually it was actually a good speech. I'm, I'm giving jokes, but uh, Biden's it, it wasn't that bad, man. I, it, it, Ryan, you had some thoughts on it too, right? You thought you, you thought he was, it was ghost written. Is what you thought? I thought it was ghost written because I thought he was hitting he was hitting some uh, some good points in there. Uh-huh. Um, not as not like the things that he normally says. Normally, you know, he get a little little Joey, you know, start being corny old white man. But I thought that he didn't do that. <laughs> Malarkey in there for you. Yeah, he didn't have no, he didn't say malarkey. He didn't say, uh, you know, man. Mm-hmm. He never said that. So uh, I do think it was ghostwritten. Uh, Obama definitely gave him some bars. He probably just gave him a couple bullet points and was like, here, man, make sure you hit these. And he's like, Thank, ba- thanks, Barry. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So, uh, but yeah, it wasn't, it's not an inspirational speech that I think they're going to be playing like for decades to come, but it was very important given the circumstances of what's been going on the past four years. Yeah. So props to him for that. Any other thoughts? You know, I know these politicians got speech writers, so. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I guess everybody was talking about Michelle Obama's outfit. Mm. <laughs> Paul kept talking about it for sure. I, you know, I like Rob Michelle, you know, uh, you know, who maybe, my- maybe this should, maybe this is better for the uh, group text with me, you and your wife. Maybe you want to talk about yeah. it. Uh, well, first of all, look, first of all, look, Michelle is great, but uh, again, if we uh, if we gonna talk about my wife, we gonna mention my wife in here. Look, uh, Kamala Harris. I'm just gonna say, looking good because I told you, my wife. Did, you, did you get that in? My wife is slowly morphing into Kamala Harris. So I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm Kamala, Kamala, say whatever you right. call her. Her mama named her Kamala. I'm gonna call her Kamala. Mm. That's what. Whatever it is, but look, man, she was looking great. Uh, uh yeah, Obama. Um, um, uh, Michelle. Yeah, she might have stole the show, man. I don't know. Just like she had the brighter color. They were all kind of wearing the same outfit, like the, I don't know what you call that, man. It's like, I guess it's like a dress and then like the, was it, was it a peacoat? Is that what it's called? What is that coat called? You know what I'm talking I don't about? know what, it's like a, I don't know. It's like, like a duster. It's like a suit, a <laughs> suit duster. But it's know. like, I don't, I don't think it's called a duster, but uh, you know, like Jill Biden had like a light blue. Then Michelle pretty much had this, you know, it wasn't the same exact same thing, but it was, you know, very similar. Just a, a, I mean, obviously you need a heavy coat. It's going to be, you're going to be sitting out there in the cold. And so she had like the fly purple and then, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kamala had like whatever color she had on, but it was all kind of, it was all similar. You know what I'm saying? So I, it was coordinated, I'm sure in some kind of way. It was, a lot, it was a lot of pantsuits, a lot of pantsuits out there. I'm not a fan. Phenom, what you think of the pantsuits? Did you, were you, were you oh, like them? Shame it. Oh, shame it. Michelle Obama did not have a pantsuit on. No, she didn't have a pantsuit on. Yeah, it looked. She had those. She had like fat pants pockets, pants legs. I mean, she had she had pants. Yes, she did wear pants. They don't have to be tight pants. They're still it's still a pantsuit. It's not a suit because I mean, she had on the outer the overcoat or whatever the I don't know if it's trench coat, pea coat, whatever you want to call it. It wasn't like a suit coat, and but under that she just had like a a turtleneck. So. Yeah, it's not it's, a pant like Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton's the pants pants. queen. Yeah, that's that's uh, the pants. Right, well, you too cool for me. Go. I don't know. She had pants on and it was closed. I'm gonna say a pantsuit. <laughs> I know it's not the actual term for it. <laughs> Did y'all see like uh Kamala's like I think it was I'm I think it was her ne- whatever man. Look, you know, you didn't see her her nephew that had the like the the twelve hundred dollar deal. 
I told y'all about the Jordans. Did you see when I said that in the group chat? I said, yo, who wore the Jordans to the inauguration? Yeah, but, the, but no, huh? they, were, they, they were like, Dior, uh, I forgot exactly what they but they're like Dior, like some kind of collab. Dior, Jordan, you know, Jordan, but they're like $1,200, $1,500. Yeah, so you had to throw those on for the Super inauguration. rare ones. Did you, did, you, did you dig that? Did you think it was too much of a flex? Inappropriate? What do you uh, think? Nah, you wear yeah. what you want. You got to wear it. Yeah, go bust at the inauguration. And gotcha. I'm looking, you know I'm looking at the wear. photo. Kamala did have on the pantsuit. She definitely had on the suit coat. And looking okay. good. My baby was looking good. And, at, at wife, <laughs> and hey, what? Wife, I, I think you, y'all morphed into one, one another. So that's why when I say her, I mean you. That's it. Yeah. And, and one thing that annoyed me, just like Boxwine Poppy is annoying me by calling her the wrong name, is when she got sworn in, uh, they swore her in. Uh, the judge said uh, Kamala when she swore her in. Like, this is the first woman vice president. Get her name right when you swearing her in. So that, Look, that I, was annoying to me also. She still she literally is the only person that pronounces their name that way, though. So it's like Stephen Curry and Stephen. Everybody else yeah. say Stephen. That man say call him Stephen. Yeah. Like, who the hell are you talking? <laughs> if you're doing if you're doing the swearing in, though, you got to say her name like 700 times if you have to. So you can make sure you get it right. When yeah, you it's like a graduation. Yeah. Like they tell you to write that mug down phonetically. So they can say it correct. Uh-huh. So what y'all think about the singing, man? What y'all, uh, Lady Lady Gaga, um, uh, J Lo? What we all? What the who, who dug up? I do want to know who dug up J Lo because I didn't understand why she was there. It was first a weird. All, first of all, we we, we got her. So we we got we got Biden in there. We need some representation. That's our queen, even though she cannot <laughs> sing. Period. I don't know why. Like. She, she, man, look if you if you want somebody to dance and do a half to a Super Bowl show, great, get her. But man, if you want vocals, I, right. you know, I'm not feeling it. She actually she actually did a good job though singing. I wasn't mad at it. I thought it was pretty I, good. I, it was I, actually better I, than I, I would have expected. I had a backing track. I I thought she sounded too good. I was like, this can't be her. This has to be like dubbed over, and she just. <laughs> looked. I don't know. But she looked good. I give her that. A Rod up there looking like again. We talking about and we were just talking about steroid dudes. That that was the king of all steroid dudes. He's sitting up there at the inauguration like a king. What the hell are we talking about, man? Can't believe I enjoyed the the jokes of uh, Hillary Clinton leaving Bill Clinton Mm -hmm. (laughs) when they were leaving. So uh, that was kind of funny. Other than that, man. what about the little girl that did the poem? I can't remember her name. I, I shouldn't call oh, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. She's, a, she's a young woman, but uh, I don't know what the hell she. But she was spitting. I know that. I, I don't know what the hell she was talking yeah, she about. Was she was definitely spitting though. Phenol. You see that one? I did. Yeah, I did. I saw her. I didn't see it live, of course, but I saw her actually doing a bunch of interviews and saw her, uh, you know, picture and little clips all over social media. Uh, so I went back and watched that, and yeah, she definitely did a. Uh, a dope idea. Her name was Amanda, or her name is Amanda Gorman. That's right. Yeah. Okay. No, it was it was impressive. Yep. But uh, I don't know. It's still weird seeing everybody with all their masks on. Uh, you know, it, it makes you look more villainous than you really are. <laughs> I did think Michelle Obama looked like she was about to unveil her plans to take over the world. So it's, it's one of those things you just got to get used to seeing people with all these masks on. They look like. G.I. Joe uh, Cobra Troopers. Yeah, I was mad we couldn't see like, you know, some, somebody go up there and shake Mike Pence's hand and call him like a, you know, a, a bitch ass dude or something like that. That's what I, that's what I really <laughs> want to see, but you couldn't tell because they had the mask on, you know, so they probably was telling, you know, him that and, you know, uh, Mike Pence's wife was probably telling him like, if you look at J-Lo one time, 
If you get one eyeball lays on J-Lo while she's standing up there, I'm going to kill you right here, right here where we speak. As God is my witness, but you couldn't tell it because she had the mask on, man. So I'm, I'm disappointed by that, too. All right. Well, Mike, isn't he one of those people that, like, won't be in a room Yo, he with calls his wife mother. That he calls his wife mother. Like, how wait, weird. wait, wait. I always thought that was a joke. No, he calls his wife mother. That's the that's no. foul. That's He's like a mother. lot of people do that a lot, especially in the Caucasian oh, bro. Delegation. No, we don't. No. In the Caucasian delegation, a lot of people the the and and actually not even just that. I think maybe it's an older people thing because I know some black people that do that where uh, the husband and wife they oh. call each other mother and father, you know, and they do it for the kids. I guess they don't want the kids to know. They first names or what? But they just do it and they say, "Hey, mother," you know, or hey, you definitely do it. Like, go talk to dad. Dad, I refer to myself as daddy. Yes, at the house, mm-hmm. you make your woman's name daddy to your mother. You make your- <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not calling her mother when it's just us. When I'm 60 years old and these kids ain't in the house, I'm not saying mother. Yeah, no, no. yeah, but who with knows that they're around, doing with the kids around is one thing. But when you alone, when you just y'all, you know, you don't, and I don't refer. I'm not going to refer to uh, my 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 wife as mother when there's other like other dudes around ever, ever, <laughs> ever. What what you, what you call your wife when you're alone, Paul? Mrs. Mrs. Harris. That's what I call her now. I'm, I'm, I'm mad, Madam Vice President. <laughs> Madam Vice President. Okay. Uh, funny. All right. Let's I'm move on. You call her <laughs> when y'all are. Hey, look, hey, don't, 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 you hear the drop? <laughs> don't that's it. Checking the phone. You know, just making sure there wasn't no like you know a little 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 secret text message like what you doing? What's what's going on? <laughs> what, you, you, you watching? You want to watch Star Wars? You, something like that. I I, I check. I, so far. <laughs> Dirty Mac has been asleep, but I'm I'm watching him. I can't trust him. That's it. That's it. What is that? That's it. That's it. That's it. No, you can't hear it. I can't hear it. <laughs> right. Well, I can hear it, and the people will be able to hear it. Okay. That I'm trying to change topics and go on to the next one, Paul. Yeah. We're gonna talk about Paul's pardons. Paul. What's the, what's the latest in pardons this week? Yeah, man. I mean, hopefully, hopefully this is the last. I'm I'm sure it will not be. But hopefully, at least for a few weeks, it's the last Trump story. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, one of the, the kind of last things in entry before uh, you know the, the inauguration of Biden was you know what who who's going to get a, a pardon by Trump? We knew some were coming, uh, but many that we thought were coming did not come, and some that were kind of out of left field uh, were definitely on the list. So I just kind of called a short list of some of the ones that affect the black delegation. I just want and I want to see what y'all's thoughts was. So Little Wayne got a pardon. Uh, I think that was probably no surprise. Kodak Black got a pardon. We know who he is. And then here were like two or three other ones that I was, I was surprised by. But I want to see, get y'all's thoughts. So if y'all just, if y'all want to jump in now or y'all want to wait till I, I, I name them, rattle them off, y'all tell me what y'all think. But Kwame Kilpatrick, the the former Democratic mayor of, of Detroit, uh, Desiree Perez, who was like former, uh, who is the current CEO of, of Rock Nation with Jay-Z. And I guess she had like some drug charges. What did she do? So she, she was helping some drug charges, and I think maybe she turned state's evidence or something like that on her uh, conspirators or whatever like that. And then Harry O, I don't know his full name. I just put Harry O on here. But he was the dude that basically put the seed money for Death Row Records back in the day while he was, like, in prison. I think he was, like, uh, providing Suge Knight with the money. And so he's always kind of, like, uh, you know, a name that's been out there in the streets, and I guess he, you know, basically he's the dude that that funded Death Row for a, for a number of years, uh, okay, from prison. So that those are the dudes that got pardoned. The black delegation 
members that got pardoned by Trump. So I didn't know if you want to talk about any of those. You want to talk about the people that didn't get pardoned, like Trump himself, his family, uh, you know, even down to the Tiger King dude. Tiger, Tiger, King. Tiger King dude yeah. had a limo at that. He had a limo yeah. at the prison. <laughs> they said he got his hair done, fixed up in the prison, ready to, ready to saunter up out of there. Did not get the did not get the 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 pardon. So if y'all want to talk about any of these, let me know. I just I just throw them all out there. Fina. Um, I mean, I don't have a strong feeling. I was a little Ooh. surprised that he did not uh, try to pardon himself or his family. I know that his legal team uh, basically told him that may open him up, you know, to more uh, legal jeopardy or legal issues uh, if he did that. And so, uh, but I, I definitely thought he would have tried Ooh. to do it. So I was surprised about that. I think the fact you know, the people that he did pardon, especially the black folks, the the music biz, the rappers and stuff like that. I didn't really care one kind of way or another. But when I was looking at that list, I was like, yo, Trump is pardoning all these folks tied to hip hop. Right. What's that and about? I feel like I'm like, he about to drop a diss track on Joe Biden. Like, that's really <laughs> the only explanation for that. He's trying to put together a roster. He got death row, uh, or well, not death row, but um, I think he did wow. pardon somebody from death row earlier. Yeah, right? that's, that's what I just said. I just said the dude, Hario, that funded it. Yep. I thought he funded, I thought you said he was with Easy e and them. No, death row. He funded death row. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that is him. So, yeah, he got death row. You know, they were uh, in charge of hit him up when, when Pac put that out. Uh, he got Rock Nation. So he got Jay uh, on the roster. So he definitely he's he's trying to come out either with a mixtape, a full fledged album or just a diss track at Joe Biden and uh, all the Republicans who did not help him take over the country. Well, you know, the interesting thing that I read another little article, it wasn't, you can't, you can't really take it for gospel for truth, but uh, they were saying that, uh, you know, and that it is kind of true. You, you notice, you know, for this, ele- you know, when Hillary was running, Jay-Z and Beyonce were all out there, you know, putting their name into politics, you know, p- supporting for Hillary, all that stuff like that. And, you know, then they did like when Beto O'Rourke was running down in Texas, you know, Beyonce was like backing him and stuff like that. So they've been really involved in politics, but you, you didn't hear them doing anything for Biden. They, they weren't they weren't riding for Biden. None, none of that stuff. You didn't see him out there. No, no ads. Nothing like that. They said so allegedly that to get this this lady, Desiree Perez, the Rock Nation CEO, get her pardoned uh, from her old you know convictions, whatever like that. Uh, Jay Z and Beyonce basically agreed, you know, not to just stay out of uh, stay out of it this this uh, this cycle, and so that was kind of the the trade off supposedly to to get this chick uh, her pardons allegedly. Don't know if that's true or yeah. not, like that, but it it wouldn't surprise me. Knowing how these mm. dudes move, that's that's interesting, man. I don't I don't know. It's it's a lot of backroom dealing going on there. I'm sure. Ryan, what do you think about this part? Any any anything stick out to you? Uh, well, we we know Lil Wayne and Kodak because uh they were out, they basically camp well, not really campaigning for Trump, but they definitely were saying positive things about him, uh, in the public. So they took a lot of heat for it. So they had to get repaid. At first, I thought Kodak didn't get uh, pardoned, and I thought that was strange. But uh, no, nothing, nothing really stuck out to me though, man. I mean, it is what it is. A, A lot of those people probably. I ain't going to say a lot, but 
some of them, y'all need to just be in jail, man. <laughs> like, if you committed the crime, you need to be in jail. Okay, so this it's is the not... part that weirded me out. This is the part that weirded me out. Like, so, I mean, all, uh, celebrities, I get it. All his little cronies, the dudes, that, you know. But, like, the, the, the thing that tripped me out about these these uh, pardons for me is, like, he was part, like, the Kwame Kilpatrick is the one that weirds me out. Because, like, this dude is a Democratic mayor of Detroit, a, a, a city that he was absolutely, you know, uh, dismissing and saying it was total fraud. You know, the total, you know, all Detroit, you know, because Michigan, he lost Michigan. So he was saying Detroit was total fraud. All the fake votes there all came out of Michigan, blah, blah, blah. This, uh, Kwame Kilpatrick, you know, basically was uh, like a real life Suge Knight, but a politician. This dude maybe had some people killed. You know, the dude was run, basically, you know, a city that definitely needs some money and definitely hurt. And he was making it, you know, a lot worse there, I guess. Uh, but like, I mean, I don't see what the connection is, you know. But I think I think what all this is because like remember he also freed that dude Rob Blagojevich if I'm pronouncing that right the yeah. Illinois governor Illinois yeah so man I th- and that was dude was Democrat too I mean I think I think Trump just like man if you were, if you were a corrupt politician I I ride with you because I'm a corrupt politician too so I'm <laughs> gonna right. do don't forget about me yeah don't <laughs> but they like hey we got to stick together I mean it seems what 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 happened right I mean that's I could be wrong yeah well I think that. Some of those people just paid for the pardon. You know, they said Giuliani was going around telling people it was going to cost two million dollars for a pardon. So I could see um, somebody like Kwame Kilpatrick getting together two million dollars and telling Trump, look, you pardon me. This two million is yours. I'm going to pay the price. Uh, So I, I definitely think some of those people, obviously not all of them did. But some of those were transactions. Uh, and they also, Trump is talking about starting a, a MAGA party. And so he's probably looking for some looking for some talent. And if you corrupt that, then he knows that, you know, you will bend to his will. You know, he knows that you don't have any any scruples, any backbone. And so he's like, yo, maybe. I can get Kwame. Uh, he's going to bring the blacks. If I get Blagojevich, he's going to bring whoever. And so I think he's uh, thinking about his party uh, that he's trying to start. Interesting. Keep going. Right. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Crack documentary. Paul, I watched the crack documentary. I know you have not, but you were interested in said documentary. Uh, I do recommend it. Uh, this is the documentary on Netflix. It is, uh, I don't know what I was thinking when I sat down and watched this documentary because not my steez, but this mm-hmm. is definitely up Paul's alley. So you definitely should check it out. Uh, I'm going to start recommending documentaries to you because although I don't watch a lot of them, uh, I do occasionally uh, sit down and watch them or listen to them at least while I'm uh, working. I feel like documentaries should always be just audio. I don't need the video for a doc most times. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, crack documentary, very good. Uh, I got about twenty minutes remaining. I didn't finish it. Uh, something came up, and we had to uh, have some family time, I guess. So that uh, didn't get done. But I'll, I'll finish it eventually. But very good. You should check it out. Uh, Phenom, have you seen the crack documentary at all? Have you heard about it? I no, I have not watched it. I mean, I've seen uh, the listing of it. I haven't heard too much about it either. Uh, but all the, the other group check is, is listening to it. I mean, are watching it. So that's where I kind of got on. I heard, they, how they really get into it. Like they get, they get into like how it all started, you know, like oh, yeah. 
the effect it does on you all that stuff any 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 scenes jump out to you anything like like oh man um they you know literally what? are talking to drug dealers like yo i was on the ground when this was happening they talking to drug addicts like i was on crack when this happened this is how it affected me this is how it affected my family they talking to police uh you know this is how we were handling it they do going through the senate hearings the presidential it's, it's everything man it's mm-hmm. it's pretty good because it's not like a a whole lot of information that i um you know you kind of privy to it keep in mind this stuff was happening when we were little kids in the 80s mm-hmm. so uh seeing it as a grown man and how it took places it's crazy man just the crack game just running out to the cars and and it being a line out there like chick-fil-a is 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 the crazy part but at the time it wasn't illegal so you just do whatever but yeah definitely check it out my thing was always with crack. It's like, man, because we knew some, you know, I, there were there were some crackheads in the family, man. But like, man, they, they you know, the, the stuff in the eighties, like, oh, they still they'll, they'll they'll sell their mama's TV. That stuff was true, man. They definitely would. The yeah. crackhead would definitely sell anything to get that next fix. And so you like, no, you know, that had stuff had to be powerful, man. It's it just, it was crazy. And I definitely remember the smell, very very distinct smell. If you ever smell crack, uh, it's 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 got a funny a funny odor to it. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah, it's it's real. Uh, I've I've had to move some out of the microwave so I can make a bologna sandwich a few times <laughs> in my life. <laughs> but I won't I won't go into Let's that. Any- bologna sandwich. That been the most fire bologna sandwich you've ever made in your life. <laughs> At the time, I didn't know what it was. I'm just like, yo, can you get this out the microwave? I'm trying to make a sandwich. What is this residue. And my dad be like, yo, don't ever touch that. Go wash your hands. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, what's baking soda gonna do to me? The street value of this bologna sandwich is now at two thousand dollars. I straight up, I straight up knew how to make crack just from watching it being made. I had no idea until like make crack like this came out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, nah. Not really, not make crack like this, but probably another rap song down the line uh, before that. But yeah, all right. Yeah, seeing a crack residue in a fry daddy when you're trying to make some fries is <laughs> yes. like you move this stuff out the way. Now I got to get the. Uh, the steel brush and scrub the mess out of this thing. You know, making it in a fry daddy is pretty inventive. Sh- shout out. <laughs> Keep going! Keep going! Phenom, this one yours. We got Karen's on the loose. No, this is a yep, good one. yep. Karen's on the loose. And uh, of course, to the listeners, check the show notes uh, for the video that mm-hmm. we'll be referencing. And actually, there was another one I wanted to have on here, but I could not find that link. Uh, but this one is kind of two parts and, uh, basically, uh, this woman, you know, we've all, I I would think that all of our listeners are familiar with, uh, the Karens now, which is, uh, the name that has been bestowed upon white women who, uh, complain to the manager or, uh, you know, now the biggest thing that the Karens are doing is, uh, they're the the ones who want to protest masking and they're going in the stores without masks and restaurants and uh, going off on people for wearing masks or for people who ask them to leave the stores. And so anyway, this particular uh, video, uh, you have this older uh, woman of the Caucasian delegation and she's in a, a store restaurant. And I think they asked her to leave because she did not have a mask on. And there's a uh, black officer who responded to the scene. And I just thought it was hilarious because I've seen a ton of videos like this. This is just one of the more recent ones. 
but mm-hmm. the cop is trying to arrest her. And of course, um, you know, she's saying, get your hands off of me. And, you, you know, this is an invasion of my rights. And I can't uh, breathe. <laughs> you all. Now, that was a crazy one. Yeah. When they actually started to lock her up. Yeah. She yells out, you know, she can't breathe. Uh, but I just wanted to know about what you thought about this phenomenon, because I start to see these all the time now. Um, and, you know, these white women are freaking out about stuff and they don't think that they can get arrested because like at, at the end of this video, you know, she ends up going in the back of the cop car, but she's just telling the cop like, no, I, I am not under arrest. I know I am not. Uh, what are you doing? Give me your badge. Grab her purse. Grab my purse. And they're like, ma'am, get back. And they're like, you, don't listen to them. Come get my purse. Like what? <laughs> yeah. So that, that white privilege or uh, what they think is the white privilege is, is heavily on display. Uh, Boxman Poppy, have you watched these videos or have you seen any other videos? No, damn well I don't see these videos. And uh, the the one about this one particular, I mean, of course, we've all seen the Karen video, videos over the, the last year. It's been, the, been a phenomenon uh, that I don't think has any signs of stopping. But this one particular was, was amusing because Man, I, th- these are just annoying people that think they know the like they just swear they got a law degree, <laughs> and it's just like if you just just blatantly like I mean I, and again, my heart goes out. Look, man, I, I, you know cops get a bad a, a bad rap. They're sometimes deservedly deservedly slow, but man, like the the patience, the restraint to have to put up with a lady sitting there telling you all this just nonsense and making it try to sound like it's like it's some legal mumbo jumbo like she knows anything. And not you know choke slam this lady like that. It's it was amazing restraint by these people, man. Because like, look, man, they, they definitely should have pounded her head against that head against the, the hood of that car a couple of times. I, I I didn't I would not have felt bad with all that stuff that she was talking to them and how she was talking to that dude in the store and berating all them dudes, man. And then when she just as soon as they start putting the cuffs on her, she's ah ah. The scream was was, was, was <laughs> that scream was crazy. The Schadenfreude of that scream was great. So yeah, man. And then yeah, she she just gonna. Uh, you know, but, but Hey man, I mean, I, how do you, how do you get through life? She, I mean, the lady was not young. She had to be like in her sixties. Right. And she's yeah. a, a fake lawyer. She's talking all this stuff. Like you can't do this. You know, talking about her constitutional rights. She has no clue what she's talking about, but people, that's how people walk around in this world nowadays. So, so I, that's why these videos will never end. So I, I'm here for it. I don't feel bad at all. I feel like, uh, <laughs> if anything, she definitely should have been pulled over and arrested for this outfit she got on. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's nothing wrong with trying to get your leopard print on, but she got like leopard pants, leopard jacket, leopard. Is that a bra? I don't know what she's doing. She's doing too much for her age. So that's a violation in and of itself. Ryan with the age shaming. Yes, I am. When you look that bad. Yes, you can get it. Not no, that way. Oh, get it. Okay. We heard you. <laughs> right. I was like, what? I didn't know. Oh, like, this is yeah, not real quick, not Ryan. No, no, no. <laughs> now, have you all ever, because like I said, I think this lady would uh, start the video where she was not wearing a mask trying to go into a public place. I've seen a bunch of videos like that lately. Have you all come across anybody like not wearing a mask or that refused to wear a mask or uh, anything like that since oh. you know, the pandemic has started? I haven't seen nobody getting a beef, but my wife, this, this is funny. This happened this week. Actually, so, so like, so I went to the dentist on like whatever, Wednesday, Thursday. And then like an hour or two later, my wife had her appointment at dentist. So, uh, and so like when you go in there, you got to have a mask, but like my wife went in there 
Uh, and so like the lady behind the counter, you know, inside there, I guess she didn't have her mask up or something like that. And there was like another lady in the, in the waiting room with my wife. And that lady just uh, proceeded to berate the, the, the receptionist girl for not having her mask up. And she was like, if I got to, cause, cause when you, when you go to the dentist, they made you sign out like these waivers, like, Oh, if, you know, if you in here, this is like a higher risk activity. You got to have your mask off. You know, you could get, you know, basically don't sue us. You know, if you get COVID, it's not our fault. And so, but the lady had the, the reception had her mask down. So the, the other lady that was in the, in the waiting room just started going off on, on the receptionist girl. Like, I got to sign all these forms, blah, blah, blah. And you don't have your mask on. You put your mask on right now, blah, blah, blah. And the lady did, of course, uh, she, you know, the receptionist, what, I guess, what could she say? So she put it on and stuff like that. It was just kind of getting, getting, getting screamed at, you know, the opposite way for, for, for not having the mask up. But I guess she couldn't really say nothing because she, you know, it was, she was working there. It wasn't, it wasn't where she, it was a customer. It was actually the employee. So. She had to get quiet, I guess. And my wife was like, she, my wife just like, she wanted to like leave actually because she was like, it just felt so uncomfortable in there because they all just had to sit in there for like the next, you know, four or five minutes until until the, the dentist called them, whatever like that. But it was just real tense. So anyway, that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Mm-hmm. All right. And Brian, you that's know, it. And any uh, demasked, I know you said the, some of the folks at your, place of employment uh uh yeah um yeah i was talking to the wife about that i did get um recently some stuff from the school and so they've put out a tentative date of when school will start back march to 29th or something like that so they're pushing it out 60 days still to kind of fill it out it seems uh, but at some point in time, I mean, it's going to open up. I'm hoping during the 60 days that people get vaccinated, or at least me. <laughs> I mean, all these other people, y'all want to go out here and be, you know, wilding and because nobody's signing up. I know the, the email I got today said people weren't signing up for the vaccine. But if I got to go back into my office and share an office with somebody who, you know, I, I don't know if he will wear his mask in the office. I don't know. I don't want to wear my mask in my office if I can close my door. But I know everybody else ain't wearing no mask. And I can't account for what they doing. Uh, I can't account for what he doing. I mean, he didn't got married and had a reception and stuff too. So, you know, that dude, you know, I don't know because I've not spent much time with him. Uh, he kind of came into my office after I left. Uh, but hey, uh, we got to do something about the mask, man. You can't really, you can't turn people in. So what can you do? I mean, you can't depend on people to do with the right thing because that's not working. So I don't know, man. I'm not looking forward to it. I know that. Yeah, I just think it's it's so weird. And Boxman Poppy said he went to the dentist, and I told you I went to the dentist. I don't know, maybe a month, two months ago, and it was just odd being in there and taking off my mask, you know, and being around people without my mask on because I'm so used to it now. Like my wife right. is the only person I'm ever around otherwise without a mask, so it just it just feels uncomfortable. And even like at um at work, like I've had sort of my own office. I, I actually have a shared office, but the person I shared it with had not been uh, working in the office really since I've been there. I only saw okay. one time. Uh, and so this past week I had somebody else uh, who was in my office and it was just, it was just a lot like it just changed everything because I'm like, Oh, I got this other person. And even though it's a big office, they're far away from me. Um, it's just don't like, matter, y'all sharing air. Yeah, it's, it's just a little uncomfortable, and then uh, so it, it, it'll be interesting. I hope that I don't come across any of these people in the stores like protesting, uh, not wearing masks, 
or, or running up on you with no mask. Uh, I just don't know uh, how I would be able to handle that. I don't know if I'd be as patient as these officers <laughs> when arresting this, this lady. Yeah, man, I've been having a reoccurring dream where I'm in a store with the wife and realize that I don't have a mask on. Like this dream has happened like five times <laughs> this year. And I don't know. I mean, I guess I do know what it's about. I guess you're just worried about am I am I protected when I go back to do regular things. But that dream just keeps popping up. I just had it uh, maybe Saturday night. I had the same dream. End up you're in the back of the store and you're like, oh, man, I don't have a mask on. Am I going to get infected? And that's uh, that's pretty strange. Hey, speaking of mask, uh, before you wind down, I'm going to give a shout out. Somebody, uh, I don't know if my, my wife got a, a work bay or something, but some kind of, somehow oh. she got to connect uh, with the N95 masks. And oh, so word. She bought home like a box of them. Uh, nice. And so uh, they're, they're kind of weird because you have to put them around your head, at least these. You know, they got the elastic, but it's two, but you have to put them both over your head, which is kind of weird. Like most of my masks mm-hmm. go around your ears. These, you got two bands that go over the head. Uh, but, you know, I, I feel like I'm moving up in the world with the N90, 95s. Baller. So that's definitely good, man. Free 99, so, uh, so I don't need the ball. Right. <laughs> So if, if any of the listeners have N95 masks for myself, uh, I'll take an N99. Just boost me up to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can send that. Uh, if they want to send those to us, how can they contact us to get us uh, our, our goods? Yo, if you want to send the Black Delegates mask or if you want to uh, sponsor the show and uh, send us a mask with your logo, uh, hit us up at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also reach us via social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. Also have a Facebook page. Uh, so if you are somebody's mama, daddy, grandma, and you're on Facebook still, hit us up on Facebook. If you want to reach out to us individually, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Ghetto Phenom. Uh, Box My Poppy is on Twitter at Box My Poppy. And the Black Ryan is on Twitter and Instagram at the Black Ryan. Box my poppy. If people want to help out the show, if they want to help us grow, if they want to help us take it to the next level in 2021. What can they do? You know what to do. Rate us and review us. Uh, tell a friend. And yeah, that's it, man. Help us grow this thing organically and give us a ref- give us a feedback, man. Tell us tell us how trash this episode was or how good it was. It doesn't really matter. We'll take the feedback however you want to give it. Ryan, close it out for us, man. All right. As much as I hate Tom Brady, they're still going to the Super Bowl again. Ten times. I guess 10th Super Bowl, yeah. I guess he's the GOAT. I think I think it's 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 hard to dispute, unfortunately. Right. He's MAGA. He's MAGA. You and my wife MAGA, you a champion St. Louis? Nah, man. He will not wear a mask on the sidelines. If you notice if it watch, he will not wear a mask. Even though they require to wear masks on sidelines, he never throws one on, ever. Mm. I only know one dude that's a Tom Brady fan. That's black. That's mm-hmm. your boy Dave. <clears throat> he got a jersey. He got action figures. <laughs> he got everything, man. So he definitely might have – He might, matter of fact, he might have a MAGA hat. I don't know. <laughs> got a Tom Brady autographed MAGA hat.
if you if you like Tom Brady, you probably MAGA, right? What's the percentage? What's the <sighs> over under on that? I'm gonna say ninety percent chance. Def- there's definitely a lot of black Tom Brady fans, bro. Are there? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So even even in St. Louis, I know there's a lot of people who That's are like Patriots fans because of Tom Brady. I don't think it's strange. It's it's one of those things where for St. Louis, I mean, people like to support just winning teams. And so the fact that the Patriots were, you know, dominant for a long time, people just hop on the bandwagon because they want to root for a winner. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's been a long time since the, the, the kids in SDL can get that Kurt Warner jersey off. It's It's been it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. All right. So I just want to end the podcast on that sad note. Tom Brady is the GOAT. See y'all next week. <laughs> Three yards.